Morning B3. What's Facebook. up? How you doing? Jeff Baggins, Mike Puma. July 5th. I hope everyone had a great 4th of July. I know we did. Kind of relaxing and really appreciating what that means as far as independence, which is going to roll into a little bit of a rant today because it just needs to happen. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, we've hit we've hit the, the breaking point, I think, of just here's here's the point. We we titled this Wake Up. And the reason why I said wake up, and yes, it is all caps, because I want to get the message across. Right? Here's here's the reality. This industry is about to change. The market will change. It is showing signs of changing. There's issues out there in the industry. But here's the good news. It hasn't changed yet. And there's a lot of money to be made right now before it changes. And there's an extreme amount of wealth to be created when it does change. So this is my wake up call, our wake up call to the industry here to get to work, right? Or get out of work. One of the two, because we have a cluttered industry. I was just talking to someone the other day. There's a month backlog to take the state exam to get into the real estate industry. And that's frightening in a lot of different ways. So let's talk about really what's going on. So if, is the market going to change? 100%. Okay. When is the market going to change? No clue. Crystal ball, not working. Okay. So, but it's going to happen. And when it does happen, you're not going to know it's happened till after it happened. Right, so right now I can tell you for sure in every one of the markets that we're working, you get a good listing, priced relatively well, you're gonna have action that's gonna sell. Mm -hmm. You're gonna have complete deals. So there's money in the bank to be made right now. Now I can tell you when the market does shift, that's not that way. And here's my, here's my call to wake up again. If you have not been in this industry for longer than 10 years, you have no clue what the other side of this industry really is all about. And I'm not saying to scare you, but I'm trying to tell you that it is not the way it is right now. So if you have life and you left, right? And you're not making it right now to the point where you have tons of excess cash flowing in, we need to change it, okay? And I'm telling you, you have to change it because the market shifts when it does, you're gonna be kicking yourself in the ass that you didn't go back and take control over the times we have right now. So what are we gonna actually do about this one? Because today is July 5th, I'm in the office here. Right now we're in the actual Tampa office today. Yep. And we're sitting in an office that doesn't have a ton of people in it, because mm. it's July 5th. We're sitting in an industry that what percentage of the agent population is working today? Oh, I think? 2%. That's actually working right now, because yeah. we have every justification not to. Yeah. Right, you could have stayed home, I could have stayed home. Absolutely, it's, it's, it's a holiday week. Right? Holidays fell in the middle of the week this, this year. So how do you justify not working and making money? You, you can't. And that's my issue. And that's what we were chatting about before, before we started this. It, it, to me, it's all, it's very binary. You're either complaining or you're not. If you're happy where you're at financially, and you can take this week off and you're not complaining about not making more money, not getting more leads, not doing more business, great, more power to you. That's awesome. Like if you are not complaining and you're happy, exactly, go to the beach, right? Take take the week off, take the month off, I don't care. Short-sighted though. Yeah, yeah, granted. But if you're not complaining, cool. My challenge is with the people who, my personal challenge is with people who complain about 
not getting leads, not the business isn't where they want, they're not making the money they want, this, that, the other, everything is just complaining, complaining, complaining. And then when you actually look at what they're doing, they're taking today off, they're taking the week off, they're, they're messing around and they're spending so much time complaining instead of actually doing that it, it just literally makes me want to punch them in the face. I was at an event the other day and I actually heard this statement, people talking about how it's such a tight inventory market, they don't have any inventory, right? And then the same conversation, they talked about how they just caught up on all of Game of, Game of Thrones, <laughs> right? So how is that possible, guys? You can't catch up priorities. on all priorities. of Game of Thrones and binge watch for an entire three days straight and have inventory at the same time. So let's talk about the realistic gut check on what we're what we're doing with our offices and our agents right now is this is q3 right we're in the brand new quarter i love new quarters you get to redo your primary aim your vision your 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 thoughts and this is a great time because so we're gonna we're sitting down with every single agent and we're going deep and we're going deep into this conversation should you still be doing this right is this the career for you what are you looking to have this fund for you as far as lifestyle and are you committed to doing it? Mm -hmm. And now the it is the main, main question. Now this is one, one of the things I want to chat about today. Are you committed to doing it? Right? And the types of it's out there are pretty interesting. You've got the hobbyist, right? Yep. Which guys, all of these are great. I just want you to be self-aware and own one, right? And yeah. don't pretend you're one when you're not. Own the one that you are and be great at that, right? What is, what's a hobbyist? Someone's basically doing this part-time, like as a hobby, something to do on the side. Even if it's your full-time, yeah. but you're not well, you're really treating, treating it like it. a hobby. You're, you're only doing, you're only really working on it part-time. Yeah, okay, which is fine. If you're yeah. fortunate to be in a position where you got other income coming in or spouse to rely on and an extra few deals here or there helps with family trips and stuff, you're lucky, you're fortunate, be grateful, be thankful, that's fine, but own it and don't complain that you're not making 200 grand a year right. when you're doing the activities of yeah. a hobbyist that do three deals a year. Yep. Right? So that's the part number one. Then you've got the people with a job. Yep. Right? The real job is, hey look, I've got to make 75 grand this year is what I'm looking to go do to replace the job that I did before. Yep. That's a job where you actually come to work. Now, most people with jobs are working today. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. yesterday was the holiday they had today. To. Yeah. So the people that are in this industry that are actually working on July 5th are the ones that are treating this more like a job. And yep. they're here to make things happen. And, you know, a job earner, you're doing a deal or two a month at least, right? Yeah. And that's consistency. That's a pretty solid income. You can support your family, support your goals on that one. So if that's what you are, fantastic. But yep. if you're a hobbyist, don't pretend you're a jobist, right? And complain that you're not getting job results when you put in hobbyist efforts, right? Yep. And then the last one is the career, mm -hmm. right? What's the difference between, from your perspective, a job versus a career? Well, especially in this industry, the biggest difference is a job, in my mind, in real estate, if you're in this for a job, you're looking for just a paycheck, which basically means you're relying heavily on a lot of outside sources to help feed that business. You're probably relying on your broker, which means you're gonna complain when your broker doesn't send you enough business, right? You're, you're not owning it as an entrepreneur, which is exactly what you are if you got in this business. And what scares me is people who treat this like a job, right, are probably not cut out 
to ever really make a career out of it because I don't think they have the entrepreneurial DNA that they need if they really want to grow. It, my my concern for people who treat this like a job is you're you're likely getting enough to eat, right? And you love the idea of making it a career and making a ton of money, but you don't enjoy the process that it takes to do it enough where you're ever actually going to get there. And right. So that's my fear is the job, the difference between the job and the career is, in my opinion, the gut check, right? People who have made this their career, who have made a ton of money in real estate, the money came later. It was the process that they fell in love with, right? Yeah. The, the building, the growing, and everything that comes with that. The pain, the blood, the sweat, the tears. And if you don't enjoy that, like I'm weird, right? Because I... There's a million, that's a whole other episode. As to well, yeah, weird. but I mean, I enjoy... <laughs> Val, right? We, we, we could take an entire hour. But I just believe that I, I know that I enjoy the process of getting there so much more than I do. Like the money is great, right? You, everyone needs money. But I enjoy that so much more that when I actually get it, like if if we get to number one and get sustainable, I would lose interest, right? Like I, I just, I know I would. If, if we got to number one in the world. It's just if shit. And, and we're there. I'm just saying, Very like if we were there right now, I'd be getting bored, right? Like I, I love the process of getting there and the getting punched in the face and everything that comes with it way more than I do the actual reward. Yeah. And I think that that mindset though is the biggest difference between a career and someone who's doing this for a patient. I think that's a, a great correlation on there. So the career minded person, but dad, dad's got the best definition of it and, and this business is about gathering and transmitting knowledge, right? And earning trust. That's, that's what this whole business is about. So when you consume this and it, it, it becomes part of your life, I mean, it's not a job, right? The, right? the best people that I know in this industry, they'll get offended if you say, how's your job going? Because it's not, it's not a job. I mean, me, me, this is not a job. I love real estate with every breath that I take, every pore that I've got because it's fun, it's creative. You get to, and especially from the development side of the world, you get to see something that's not there and take the steps to make it happen mm -hmm. and watch pilings being driven and people moving into something that was a thought. It's pretty cool. Right, and it's net, the money eventually comes, but it's the process and it's the aggravation and it's the blood, sweat, and tears yeah. that make it part of the deal and it's a career and it's more about how can you help. Like, so for example, from a development standpoint, when we, I say development, from a new project perspective, it all starts with an investor mm -hmm. group who's got a piece of property with a question mark on top of it which says, what the hell can we do there? Right. So you say, okay, you sit back and figure out what's the market want, what's the market need, what do we do, what does it take, can we sell it? And then you go through all this effort and energy and you set up brochures and websites and this and that. And then the market either likes it or doesn't like it. And if it does, you're two years away from seeing a penny, mm -hmm. right? So you've got to have a career mindset to do things like this. Now, the same thing with your career. You come into the real estate career and you say, I'm going to set myself and my family up for the sustainable, predictable career that's going to feed us well to fund a great lifestyle, that's a whole different mindset than I'm going to get a job that brings me 75 grand a year. Yeah. Right. So you've got to really set it up. And that's the type of people that aren't binge watching Game of Thrones No. because they're regularly setting up their market and their sphere and their social campaigns and their, their bios and their, 
um, researching and they're checking out the Zillows and the Trulias and the websites and the public records and seeing who's likely to move next and who moved first and why did that one go for 385 a foot and that one 360 a foot and that one 412 and what's the southern exposure mean versus western and northern and eastern walking the seawalls and checking out the areas where's the school right and really getting the knowledge to gather and transmit yep. right that's what I see is the people that are in hobbyists and jobs don't really seem to care as much about the end user as the people with careers because if your career mind is to gather and transmit knowledge and that's your whole mission yep. then it's 100% about the other person you're serving yeah 100 not 90 it's all value it's all value it's all value and and i think the one of the other big differences here is just again going back to to traits and you know differences between the two i think in a career to your example some a, a, a job right says i need to make 75 grand a year mm -hmm. right a career person is going to say you know what how do i get my lifestyle so that i can make 60 grand a year leave $15,000 on the table every year for me to put back into my business so that in five, 10 years, I can make a million, to make 100 grand, That's 200 it. grand, 300 grand, right? A career-minded person's thinking long-term, they're thinking about, they're not thinking about, oh, I, I wanna go buy a new iPhone, so I've gotta make 75 grand a year, or I've gotta have this big house so my neighbor knows that I'm really successful, or whatever it is, right? Because mm -hmm. I, I truly believe, Gary Vee talks about it all the time, and I 100% agree. I think just human nature, we do things for other people, right? We have a big house for most people, because they want their neighbor to know how much money they have or how successful they are, not because they really enjoy the big house. Some people do. Yeah. Some people just like having a lot of room, right? Yeah. I would argue that a person who drives a Ferrari most of the time wants to drive a Ferrari because then someone else sees it and knows that they're successful, when in reality, that same individual, if they were driving a Hyundai, financially would just be as, just as successful, but not everyone would know it. Funny, right? we, were out, we were out in the beach this weekend. I was over at my dad's house and took guy out there the, floating on the noodles in the Gulf, and then this big old race boat goes by, right? Not a real race boat, but somebody's personal boat. Yeah. And so we were just kind of laughing about it because it's loud as hell. <laughs> and you can hear it coming from a mile away. It's, and, and so not only do you have the loudest pipes in the planet to make everybody go, what's that? Look at me. Yeah. They painted it bright yellow and bright orange, <laughs> right? So you gotta got look it. at that too. And then if that wasn't enough, Right then, he trims his engines so it throws a thirty-foot rooster tail up into cool. the air. So if you didn't hear me, you didn't see me. You gotta look at this, yeah. right? So to your point, that that's all about yeah, and the, it's, the show. it's the show. It's the show more than anything. And and listen, I'm not knocking that, right? right. I've driven loud cars, like I, you know, I, we've all done it. I think the difference is is when you get to a place where you truly have a vision of what you're building. Primary aim, baby. Right is and that's the difference in my mind. From, from what I'm gonna call an entrepreneur to an employee, right? And that's really what we're defining here between job and, and career. It's to define your, your space. I mean, from a, from a company, Beggins Enterprise perspective, I mean, we're, we're making investments in our career, right? To, in the career of all of our agents and our team and our management staff, by, we've got the camera people, we've got the marketing officers, we've got the different things that we have going to build the value and the content not even thinking about where's the return. No. Right? Because we know the returns out there by transmitting and gathering, gathering value. knowledge and bringing value. Right, that's the whole point. Right. Right, so when you look inside your career right now, and, or I shouldn't say career, 
your position inside this industry right now, be be honest. If are you a hobbyist screwing around for a few deals a year? If you are and you're happy with it, bless you. I hope it lasts. Right? If you've got a job, I hope it's fulfilling. No, most people with jobs, I don't think is very fulfilling from the people that I see because you're ultimately not doing it for yourself, right? And I would urge you to get into the mindset of a career-minded individual where you figure out what is the lifestyle I'm looking to create, what is the end service I'm looking to provide and actually do it. And I'm gonna go back to the beginning where I say wake up because the deck is going to be reshuffled, guys. If it's not gonna be in the next few months, it's gonna be in the next year or so where the market will reshuffle. And hobbyist, out, right? Jobist, They're gonna complain. Out. Yeah, they're, they're gonna, gonna complain. Be, they're gonna be like, oh, but I can't. It's harder for me to make my 75 grand a year now. Why aren't you giving me leads? I don't yeah, understand I need more. That. And then you've got the careerists that are gonna say, okay, I've committed to this industry. Uh, this is how I make my lifestyle. And I'm gonna bob and weave and adjust to provide yeah. value to whatever the market's doing at that time. Yep. Now, maybe the market keeps rolling. I got lots of stats to show that this market's gonna keep cranking. I've also got lots of stats to show that the market's not, yep. right? So, and I, trust me, I hope it keeps cranking. But if it doesn't, we're fine, because we'll yep. bob and weave and adjust because that's our career. So internal gut check for our agent friends to really, really, really look inside. And if you're not in the career, if you're potentially to the career-minded world, jump there now, right? Because like I said earlier, there's so much money to be created right now while this market is the way that it is today. And we're gonna ride that pony for as long as you can be ridden. Mm -hmm. But then when the market shifts, there's wealth. You know the difference between money and wealth, yep. right? Wealth is created on the shift, right? And money is created now. So if you're not, earning to the level that you know you should be right now. You've got to crank it up, pause Game of Thrones. It'll still be there in another year and a half. And don't worry if you weren't, didn't catch up on yep. that. You're still, you're late to the game anyway. Yeah. But let's wait, but exhaust yourself and roll, 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 roll. Kick your ass, exhaust yourself and yep. get tired now. Yeah, That's my I always like to say, be, be patiently aggressive. So be patient, right? Understand what you're building in the long term and be extremely aggressive in your short-term goals. And it'll allow you to hit those goals that you need to from a monetary and, and allow you to hit them in the immediate future while also spending time and dedicating the effort that it's gonna take to build the long-term strategy. Because if you're not paying any attention to what's coming from a voice perspective, from a digital media perspective, if you're not paying attention to that world, and at least spending 20%, 30% of your time, yeah. right? Understanding where that white space is, where is it going, and how you're gonna position yourself within it, you're gonna lose long-term. But that's, right? a, that's you're speaking to the career mindset. Yeah, I am, right but that's what I'm saying. Those people who are looking to make that switch, if you're, if you're in a spot where you've treated this like a job and you're looking to go career focus, yeah. you need to be patiently aggressive. You need to be really patient in the long-term and doing activities right that are going to position you and pay attention to what's happening in, as the years go but you also need to be really aggressive towards your strategy right now so you can take advantage of, of the hot market and take advantage of this as wrap up this thought for you guys today is what is your primary aim right i was talking with jonathan on the way over here we really dug into what is the primary aim and i'm going to end with just this thought for you guys because 
every quarter it goes top of mind to redo. Right, it's what we do with our with our salespeople. So what is the lifestyle that we're looking to create? Now, speaking mostly the career-minded people, but there's some hobbyists and jobists that want to make the jump too, so pay attention too. So what is the lifestyle? So five years from now, mm -hmm. you're five years older than you are today. Oh, man. So are your kids, oh. right? Does that, does that statement right there change everything? Changes schools, changes yeah. ideas, changes, changes everything, yep. okay? So then you're also gonna have to figure out you're gonna be in some type of a relationship. Has your wife dumped you, right? Hope not. Hope not. Or not, are you still together? Do you have a crappy relationship or a great relationship? Are you having fun or is it just superficial bullshit, right? Where are you living? Are you still living in the same place or do you wanna actually get the nice backyard and the, and the this, that, whatever's on your wish list together as a couple to say this is what we really deserve to be living in and this is an experience for our family and our kids and ourselves, right? Yep. What are the vacations that we're looking to go fund, right? What are the experiences we wanna to transmit to our kids so they can take those life lessons with them into the future, yep. right? What is our savings account looking like? What is our future gonna be like? So, and, and this is the five-year picture, and that's, it's gut-wrenching at times to think about that's true, but let's say, and this is the example Jonathan and I were talking, let's say it's only a 20, let's say it's a $200,000 lifestyle. All right, for 200 grand, we could be living a nice one. I get you, honey, you got your this, I got my that. Kids are safe, we got college funds going, we're ready to go, we can live nicely off of that mm -hmm. income. Life is good. So that's a five-year plan. So then what's year four? What's a reasonable jump? What, a buck 75? Year three, maybe a buck 50. Year two, we probably ought to pull about, you know, maybe a buck 25. So this next year, we need to pull in 100 grand. Mm -hmm. Reasonable? So then that's way too big to think about. So we say, okay, let's take this 12-month, $100,000 goal. Let's divide that in four, right? So we're going into quarters now. So yeah. we got a $25,000 quarter. Right, yep. so now the only issue at hand right now is how do we earn 25 grand? And we've got three months to do that. Yep. Right? That's the whole question right there. So, how many transactions? I don't know, depending on the market you're in and your price point, how many transactions does that equate to? And then, how many weeks are we really going to work? Right? Whether you're a careerist or a jobist, right? Let's be realistic. You're going to have maybe there's a summer vacation plan, maybe you've got this coming, whatever it is. It's life and take the time, but how many days left do you have in this quarter yep. to generate that income? Sounds like a business plan, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a lot like a business plan, but it's a self-awareness plan too, because I think the one step where people will struggle with this is when they look at this number, right? Let's say my number is 100, it's 25 grand a quarter. Yeah. My biggest fear for people is when you look at that number and then you say, okay, 25 grand, it's five deals, it's over this amount of time. All right, what does each deal take, right? The amount of work you're gonna to have to put in, the leads you're gonna to have to talk Are you to, listing right? When you start drilling it. down, here's what I would implore you to do. Ask yourself if you're actually going to put in the work because if you're not, something needs to adjust, right? Be self-aware enough to know that if you're not, like when you really understand, this is an amazing exercise because it's gonna really tell you yep. Can I do this or can I not do this? And do I need to pivot and go somewhere else, right? If I truly need a hundred grand, if that's like I have to have it, this is going, this exercise is gonna tell you, if you're honest with yourself, can you make it or can you not? And if you can't, I would argue you would be much better off to go get a job somewhere else and use your skill set that might actually get you there versus 
staying in an industry where you're not going to commit to it because you're not going to put in. You got to commit. So walking that further down the path, it's every two and a half weeks you need to do something. Yep. Right. Every two and a half weeks. Now, totally doable. Yeah. Everybody, oh yeah, you know, you've already done it. Everybody watching mostly has had a week that you've done that. So every two and a half weeks, you got to find something. If not, I drove by the Aldi's, got a sign out front that they're hiring for sixteen bucks an hour. Uh, there you go. Right. So there's your option. So, guys, flexibility, freedom, and lifestyle. There's nothing that compares to this as a career, but you've got to have the self awareness to know if you're really going to do it. Do yep. you have the time? Are you willing to? You all, you have the time. Are you willing to reprioritize your time? to dedicate the resources and the energy and the actions to have this be the career that funds your lifestyle. And that's the gut check you need to think yeah. about as you're rolling into this third quarter. Because guys, take it. It's all on a silver platter right now. It's shined up with a bow on top. This is the time to make a phenomenal income for your family and then be poised to make ridiculous wealth when the market does shift. Mm -hmm. So those are my thoughts for you guys today on a beautiful yeah. July 5th. Enjoy the rest of your week. Hopefully you're working, closing some deals. And Reach out, we can help you in any way. Smash that subscribe button uh, on our YouTube channel. Follow us here, ask your questions. You need help, guidance, doesn't matter what market you're in or, or where you are, if yeah. you need help, let us know. Reach out and uh, we're, we're happy to help. And share this to others that you think yeah. might be work. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for Thanks, tuning guys. in. Have a great day.